0: What's it called? Don't worry by Happy with Harry Er Stuyler. Here's my podcast. My podcast. OMG, I can't believe it, I feel like I am being reunited with long lost friends, like that's how, that's how long it's been, honestly, I've been gone, well, almost a month, no, over a month, yeah, it's been, it's definitely been over a month, That's mad, isn't it, and I bet, if you, if you comedian read listen to this, you're like, oh, fuck it, I've heard this shit for the last week, like, during the last week of that, I, did I imagine I was at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, yeah, that's where I've been, For the last week, everyone was just like, it's too long. And it is. Like, every other festival... I don't even know one festival that's longer than two weeks. I think even that's pushing it. Most of, like, a couple of days. I think definitely more than a week. But two weeks. Two weeks max. And I think this year... I don't know whether I felt like this before. I think I have a little bit, but not as much. I don't know. I just felt like this year... And maybe it'd be different if I had it. do you know what I mean. But... This year, I found it a lot more blatant of how it's a, di- it's a different... The Edinburgh Fringe Festival is a completely different story if you've got a big team of people behind you and you've got loads of money to throw at it. It's like, I guess it's like a, like anything. It was sad at times. At times, you're like, the fuck am I doing? I'm just like a little fish in a very big gold-toothed fish pond. But then other times I was like, well, cut a little slice of my magical pie because it's the only one I can serve. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. So and of course there's examples, people can always know you know, no matter what happens, people can always say, Oh well, what about this example? What about that example to be opposed or against? But then like a dear friend of mine, Mr. Christopher Washington. He got nominated, he didn't have any p r but then he said he said it himself said to me he said it all changed the moment someone tweeted about it, then it all changed around he was having a tough time, and then it all changed, so it's just like, and obviously his show was brilliant, but having someone special in your corner the the world of difference it got but then stuff like that when someone like him does so well fucking merry, fucking Christmas. It's a great, great people. I just, love in it, anyone love the underdog. When the underdog does well, you know, we love that. So it's nice that a guy from Wigan did well and not a fucking, some other eating cunt. <laughs> so what, there's some lovely eating cunts, but, you know, sewn up a lot of the time. So, yeah, I had a nice time. When we realised that there's some good people. Like, I had a bit of a meltdown. Of course I was going to have a meltdown, like... You'd be a silly bastard if you didn't think I was going to have a meltdown. It's very dramatic. I packed my bags. Well, I've just felt felt for a while like I just... don't know. It just wasn't for me. It really shocked me even on the first day. Well, I was walking down the street and uh, I was like, ah, oh, this is brilliant. I bloody love it here. And then I walked a bit further when it was busy and I'm like, oh, my God, this is absolutely awful. And I was actually going out for food. And then just popped into the nearest Sainsbury's, got a sandwich and headed back so and then it was it it was difficult because I've never known the festival to be as quiet as it was to begin with and obviously because I'm doing the three things you live off your bucket and that so I was like begging for for like um for more people to arrive but then the weekend would come more people be there and then I was just like oh my god there's so many people it's fucking horrible so I don't know it's real tough because I don't like people but what i do kind of requires people so and then i don't know because there's so we're flyers and stuff like that so no matter what people say and a friend of mine he constantly flyed his own show and he did brilliantly with it i cut like no matter people like if you fly your own show the results are just massive but I can't, I've tried, it's not like I've never tried, I've tried loads of times, every fringe I will try to fly for myself, and I just can't do it, I just get, and and I guess some people are like, oh, you can do anything you want, well, tell that to fucking old mental health riddled diet, please, because I just don't like bothering people, all the, all the crowds coming at you, and then, oh, I d- anyway, so... So, apparently, that 1% of people you flyer will come to your show. So, my friend William had this fantastic flyer. She was like this glamorous senorita. And I think whether you were animal, vegetable, or mineral, you would take whatever she had to give from her. Honestly, she was mesmerising. And she's that good that she was telling me that she's booked up all of next year, like her flyering, because, and she's charging. £10 this year but because she's done so good she's actually upped her fees so she's charging £15 an hour next year so that's how well she's doing and how good a flyer she is but then towards the end my friend William who had booked her services he just had, he had five people in and then when I got a flyer uh, fuck all people in to be fair that flyer that flyed for me didn't really know much about my show, and I think you have to sell what I do in a specific way but then A couple of days when I had a flyer that knows me, fuck, it was brilliant. But then other ways, so I think it's all chance and circumstance, and I find every time you try to guess something up there, or like, you know, second guess it, it wouldn't be that way. So, with that, it's hard to know a lesson, do you know what I mean? So, part of me is like, because I felt like last year the flyers didn't do a great job, and so many people were coming in because they were coming anyway. So I didn't get flyers in advance. And then now I'm starting to think maybe that was like a hindrance. Maybe that did... Yeah, D- I'm still none the way. I think maybe to go, if I were to do it again, I'd get some flyers in. This is so boring. I'm so sorry. Well, if anyone's going to Edinburgh, this is this is interesting. Like, is it? I don't know. Yeah, so the show was great, I feel like. Got standing ovation. That was great. I did Big Value, which was a package show. That was great. Because so that was a proper club night. So, with the two breaks, it everything, been, like, normal comedy night. That was great. All the comedians on the bill, had I either hadn't met or didn't really know all that well. Uh, and they turned out to be brilliant. Got on really well with them. So, that was good. And, then, oh, yes, yeah, I was sort of saying, so... Well, about a week and a half before the end, maybe two weeks before the end, I was just like, enough is enough, and not even being dramatic, because I was fucking leaving, I packed my bags, and then I, I left, and at that time, and, well, I was supposed to be in my show, and I didn't, because I was leaving, I was adamant, and then at that time, there was never usually anyone in the kitchen, so I've just put my keys in the kitchen, there's Kiri and Ed, who I'm, who I'm living with and bless them were really nice to me and and in the end Kiri chatted to me so long I I missed my train. So I stayed and I'm fucking glad I stayed. I'm so glad I stayed. You know, glad that I stuck it out. It made me realise as well, 'cause not really doing a lot of travelling for the month. I'm I'm just not gonna like I gig all over the shop. And a lot of the time like, if, if I don't have a gig in, I'll just fill it with a gig that's far away that's been offered to me, and often the money it's not even worthwhile because by the time I get there or whatever, and all the travelling before I come up to Edinburgh was just really getting me down, so I've, I've sort of cancelled missions and stuff and just for peace of mind, because I was, you know, in Edinburgh... There was a oh, what's it called? It's a stupid word. I've never seen them anywhere ever in the world. They're like what I imagine Victorians had to. You like it's like a clothes horse but in the air, and then you hoist it up with a with a string, well with a rope, and it's like because I don't know, I don't know why. Well, I assume I assume Edinburgh wasn't bombed in the war because it's all ye oldie, and because of that. Because I assume generations since it's all about money, 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 so they just fit as much as they can into a smaller space. Whereas, like a lot of Edinburgh flats and that, the ceilings in my room, for example, the ceiling was taller than my room was long. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, so so there's this closals in the fucking sky in the kitchen. So every day for like a week I was like, I'm gonna kill myself on that fucking rope in the dick. So and that's not normal. And then before I come up, I was having a tough time. So I've just decided, well, since I've come back, I haven't even left the house. I've been back well now what? Monday, Tuesday went I've been back four days. And I went, Oh, tell alive. Went to get some food with Marvin yesterday in Tesco's. Usually I like a walk. Maybe I'll go for a walk tomorrow. But I've just hermited myself the moment I've been back. And I've loved it. I fucking loved it. I'm not going to get myself stressed. Whenever I'm not gigging or anything before, I was so stressed. I'm not good enough. I'm not this. I'm not that. am just going to relax. I am good enough. I'm going to keep doing my podcast. Keep doing my drawing. Keep doing this. Keep doing that. And gigs all... To- Geeks and things all come in. Things have come in already. I'm just going to be calm. I'm going to get bothered about things. Can't change it. I'd I'd like to as well do a few shout outs. Harry, who are you? Neil Fox. Is it Neil Fox? Foxy. Is he a radio DJ? I think I've got confused with with someone that owns a comedy blog in Nottingham. Is he called Neil Fox? No, oh, Foxy. It was, fo- you know, Foxy. Pepsi Radio. Are you Pepsi Radio? Is that even a thing? Anyway. What's the point in that? Oh, yes. Yeah, so I'd like to do shout outs. So, a few people came to see my show in Edinburgh that, uh, that listened to the podcast. So, thank you. That's great, that is. Things are moving in the right direction. Rolling, rolling down the river. So, that was good. Oh, it's all gone wrong here, though. Where I live, I was so happy, because obviously it's nice to want to save the world and stuff. All the fucking recycling shit stresses me out. It stresses me out so much. Just thinking about it, stressing stresses me out, because it didn't used to be this way. And then they give you a smaller bin, and you've got to fanny around with all these things, and then it's stinking, and ugh. And now this is what happens. We've got a smaller bin, and then we've got... fit all the same stuff in the bin but it's got to be in separate bags. like and then some things like you know wrappers that you'd i don't know you know like the packets that you'd have your peppers in or whatever like they those can't be recyclable so they go with food waste they've got to be even separate to so the food waste the cardboard the cans the i mean don't get stressed about it no, i'm not gonna i'll tell you this you know my problem with barclays bank well, seemed like there was going to be improvement. And then like, this lovely lady spoke to me and she says she totally understands mental health because her sister-in-law has a bipolar. But then she seems to, maybe she's not going to now because I've told her this, but she seems to just pass me on to someone who doesn't understand and who fucking completely reads what I'm doing wrong and reads what I say wrong and then doesn't listen, so, my case was closed and now I've reopened it again, you know, anyway, so, the new news wise, well, this definitely isn't good news, but fucking kudos to this girl, so this guy kept trying to, like, molester, yeah, right, this really isn't good news, to be the ingenuity. is that the right word? And she found out the guy had a um a fruit allergy, so just would carry around an orange to repel him, and it worked. Power of citrus. That's mad, isn't it? Now he's in prison. Now. I realised now I've given you very limited information, but Mister, I read it in the mirror, so I've literally given you the information that there was. It was just a picture of an orange picture of a pervy man and then the information i have told you another one this is this is like out of a film this is so this guy met this girl in summer camp in america and then after summer and he four years in love with they he thought that she was the girl of his dreams and then after summer camp they frazzled away like the bacon crisps and then as they've lost touch he's got more and more sad with his life and spiraled into a state of depression, and then literally, he was about to kill himself, and then she just rang him. And he didn't have a number, but he thought maybe it's a sign, and it was a sign. So he answered the phone call, and it was her. And he told her what was happening. She said, "Let's meet up." And then that night, he wrote the vows that he would later use to marry her ten years later. In that like, that is like a film proper like a film if you feel my throat a bit scratchy i'll tell you this i was smoking about 15 a day in edinburgh and now i've just stopped since i've got back i'd like two drugs on a vape and one cigarette yesterday but from 15 a day that's great isn't it i think it's just because of the hermitness it keeps me in do you know what i mean let me tell you the other... Oh, yeah! Apparently, I've read this before. Do you want me to read you the whole article? Oh, it's a long article. So, well, it, it seems apparent... The What's the FDA? The Federation of... Drug? Yeah, like the big cheeses of the drug world that push... Do they push all the... Are they evil? Anyway, they're saying that MDMA is the cure drug for PTSD. Well, hopefully soon we'll be able to get MDMA on prescription. That's not because I want to be off my tits. I don't really think there's anything properly that treats post-traumatic stress disorder. Like, I think this could really help you know, the troops and things like that when they come back from war. And even... Well, I've been told that I have that before, but I don't really think I want prescribed MDMA. So to be honest, the last time I did MDMA was if anyone to see my comedy, they will know my peacock joke, and that the last time I did that was the last time that peacock situation happened. That is now in my set, so whenever I take MDMA, I think I'd just do peacock noises. Well, I'd be happy with it, though wouldn't I? Ow! Well, this has been my podcast. This has been ep- oh my god, what episode is it? Episodes. Oh, fucking hell. 20. Oh no. 19. 20. 21. Episode 21. Keep sharing, keep subscribing, keep liking. Look in Thanks so much. I'll feed a Saint Pat That was my Podcast My Podcast. Thanks for listening. Download, share, tell your pal at the shop. Don't worry. Bye Happy. My podcast. My podcast.